0: Welcome to this special offering of your neighbor, a priest, where we will journey together each week exploring in roughly five minutes or less, a different element of the Episcopal Church. This week, what is the Episcopal Church? First, the Episcopal Church is a Christian church, most closely identified with the so-called mainline Protestant churches, which includes the Lutheran, Presbyterian, and Methodist churches, all springing out of the Reformation that was led by Martin Luther a few hundred years ago. But in the Episcopal Church, we also retain many pieces of our Roman Catholic DNA. We like to say we have one foot in the Protestant church and one foot in the Catholic tradition. The Episcopal Church is a unified group of churches falling under the governing authority of a democratic body of elected representatives, which represent the lay members of the church, that is, non-ordained, so not priests or deacons or bishops, and ordained, priests or deacons, members of the church in one legislative body. And then the bishops of the church, which represent the ecclesial, that is, church theology, worship tradition, authority, in a second but equal legislative body. The Episcopal Church was founded by many of the same founders of the United States itself, growing out of the tradition of the Church of England. These founders wanted to hold on to their deep Anglican traditions, but could no longer swear fealty to the king or queen of England, and thus move forward with a church that was largely based on the same systems of representation and authority that they were founding this country on. The Episcopal Church today represents 112 dioceses or regional associations of churches. For example, St. Stephen's in Longview, Washington. Our diocese represents churches throughout Western Washington. These dioceses are found in all 50 states of the US, in Taiwan, a convocation of Episcopal Churches in Europe, and the Churches of Latin America, in Colombia, the Dominican Republic, Ecuador, Honduras, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, and Cuba. In addition to being a multinational church in and of itself, the Episcopal Church is also a part of the larger global Anglican Communion. This is the global family of Anglican churches, that is churches tied to the Church of England, that worship and share ministry together across the world. The figurehead of the Anglican Communion is the Archbishop of Canterbury, who is the ordained head of the Church of England. You may have heard this word archbishop before in reference to Archbishop Desmond Tutu from South Africa, who was the head of the Anglican church in South Africa, particularly during the end of the apartheid. In the Episcopal church, we refer to our head bishop or archbishop as the presiding bishop. And that's presiding bishop Michael Curry, who's most famous for being the royal wedding preacher of a few years ago. And he serves as the figurehead of the Episcopal church. Archbishops or presiding bishops throughout the communion hold equal status to the Archbishop of Canterbury, and they recognize that that particular position is a sort of first among equals, tasked with maintaining the harmony of the global Anglican communion. And yes, the Archbishop Canterbury is the head of the same Church of England that was started by Henry VIII. But the church started by Henry was largely shaped by a revolutionary theologian named Thomas Cranmer, who was influential in making way for the first English printing of the Bible and who wrote the first Book of Common Prayer, the foundation upon which our worship services come from in our own Episcopal Book of Common Prayer. There can be some confusion in the United States as there is a handful of churches that claim the identity of being Anglican churches but are not otherwise affiliated with the Episcopal Church or the Global Anglican Communion. This includes churches that belong to an organization called the Anglican Church in North America, or ACNA ACNA for short. While these churches do follow similar worship traditions and liturgy, they're not truly Anglican churches, as they're not recognized by the global body as most of them are splinter churches that have chosen to leave the communion over such issues as women's ordination and leadership in the church and the ordination of LGBTQ individuals. The decision made by these churches to actively leave the communion has caused a great amount of grief in the church as it goes against what the Anglican communion and the Episcopal church in particular represent, that is the via media or middle path a way of engaging in community and Christianity at large that makes space for all and refuses to exclude for that is antithetical to following the way of love that is following Jesus Christ. We'll talk more about the Via Media in an upcoming episode of this series. The Episcopal Church continues to try and hold a space that welcomes all, affirms all, is a safe place for all to come and worship together, to make connections with one another, to learn and grow together, to learn and grow in relationship with one another and with God. This can be a challenge at times, especially in a world and society that demands we pick a side. But the only side that we're interested in as a church is that of Jesus Christ and his instruction to love the Lord your God with all your heart and to love your neighbor as yourself. Thank you for joining me this week as we've explored what the Episcopal Church is. I hope you join me next week as we explore what baptism means to us. Until then, may God's blessing be with you, and know that my door is always open if you have more questions. Just drop me an email at nicknic at sslv.org, and we can find a time to meet, share a cup of coffee or tea, and talk more about this church that I love.